When you find yourself between here and there, the now and the then, it can feel difficult to embrace life and all that it has to offer, especially when you feel like you haven't arrived yet. Wherever you're at though, we wanna help in that beautiful struggle of transitioning well through aspects of faith and life with The Places Between, a podcast all about transitions. Hi, I'm your host, Wendy. I'm a storyteller and a creative with a passion for adventure, fitness, and faith. What began as a love for travel, experiences, and community turned into helping clients around the country tell their own stories and inviting others to join them. I've always been passionate about people fully living. That means navigating those places between, opening up a safe space to have conversations and encouraging growth along the journey. So join me as we explore what it's like to transition well on the places between. When we can be intentional in the wait and when we can draw close to God, He will draw near to us. When we can have a responsive heart to the way that He woos and pursues us, if we engage Him in conversation, He can take us along the journey and waiting well doesn't have to be hard. Like waiting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. Most of you know that my life verse is Ephesians 3.20. He can do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine through his power working within us. And that for me has given me the courage to ask for amazing and big God-sized dreams. One of the craziest parts of this, though, is what's out of our control. And while we're asking for the immeasurably more part, it really has been this process of surrendering trust with an open hand to the Lord to really write my story and lead me as I take steps forward. Funny enough, last week I was overwhelmed with this surprise moment in worship. We were doing this worship prayer week with our church um, here in Denver. And this song came on and it just sat so closely to my heart for years. Do you guys remember the song, How He Loves Us by the David Crowder Band? Well, this song has had such a significant impact on my faith and it's almost crazy how much it's been used to encourage my heart right when I needed it, especially when I needed it most regarding matters of the heart or matters of dating. And I just needed to know that God was still working behind the scenes. Backing up to 2009, I had recently broken up with a guy that I was dating off and on for a couple of years. And knowing that he was not the right fit for me was one thing, but then missing the connection and learning to adjust without this person was such a challenge. Many of you guys know what this is like. It's like, you know, they're not a good fit for you, but because they occupied so much time, it's really hard to adjust. Well, this one night I went to this snowboard film premiere and it was so much fun. And I was nursing like a broken heart and this guy wasn't there, but funny enough, I actually ran into somebody that I had this crazy crush on, um, like years previously. And get this, I got to meet his wife the same night too. Here I was dealing with this fragile heart, and then I'm taunted with seeing somebody that I used to crush on and meet his wife. Thanks, Lord. 
I remember being so crushed as I left the event and I was just wondering if I could hold it together before I was drowning in my sadness. Um, so I got in my car and I'm trying not to cry or to freak out. I'm sad, but I'm just like, gosh, what an attack of the enemy. So I start my car and the radio pops on mid song to how he loves us. Now, that was like, it was on the radio. So it's not like I chose to like, listen to a song that would bring me comfort. At the time that I was driving away from this venue to go meet another friend um, later that evening, I, it was a newer song. So it was fun when it would come on. Plus, who doesn't love Crowder? But in this very moment that I was driving away, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and encouraged me that this may have been a plan of the enemies to destroy my mind and my heart in that moment that night. But thanks to his efforts, God showed me that the evidence of a guy like this, the guy that I used to crush on, was totally available. And a guy that was totally in love with God and radical in his faith and life and loved ministry and loved people and so many other redemptive qualities about somebody like this that it actually existed. It's like God encouraged me right then and there that there were relationships and there were still guys out there that if I were to hold out for the right one, then God would bless me in the future with the best one and the most amazing fit for my story with who I would eventually be with. Which, by the way, isn't it amazing how a worship song or even a moment with God that speaks truth and life over us, like really shifts our posture and our perspective? I wish I had more time to tell you about all the specifics of the times that this song was used to encourage me right when I needed it. But I'll just say randomly in 2012, when I was falling apart emotionally after a stressful week of work amidst the Aurora theater shootings, these Christian artists that we were hosting for the week, they happened to lead a prayer vigil that night um, in honor of the families that, that had loved ones that they lost. And at the end of the service, the artists actually started singing this song. And there's 1,200 people in the room, but for whatever reason, I just felt like God was saying, I see you, I see you, I see you. And I was undone. In 2013, after another hard decision to go separate ways from an ex, the song, I kid you not, you guys, it played what seemed like 20 times in less than two or three days on Pandora. You guys know that you can't choose your songs on Pandora. It was like God's direct line of encouragement to my heart that I would be okay. And a few other times since then, the song has popped on. Well, as I was saying last week, we were ending this night of prayer and worship, and the band, LifeGate Music, actually decides to play the song. You guys, this song is so old by now. But they started to play the song standing next to my fiance in moments of praise and worship and prayer. I was flooded with all the memories the song had encouraged me in over the years. I was overwhelmed with gratitude. And I just had to praise God for this full circle moment 
this revelation of bringing me into the fulfillment of all of these hopes and dreams and even reminders from years and years ago that a partner who loved Jesus radically, someone who pursued their faith unapologetically and loved ministry and people well, that he actually did exist. And years ago, God knew before he knew where I would be and where I am today for such a time as now. It was truly such a special moment of confirmation that the Lord, from the Lord, that he's not only in the details, but has such a beautiful plan of redemption in our lives and to never, ever, ever give up hope in his hand in and through our lives. Do you have a moment like this? Maybe a song or something that's significant to you right within your journey? A way that God grabs your attention or speaks to you right and how you need it? or even when you need it. Maybe it's a rainbow for you, or it's a specific song like me, even a type of animal like an eagle, or seeing a butterfly when your heart just needs the encouragement. I love when God encourages our hearts through something that's special and specific just to us, right when we need it the most. It's like his sweet way of showing us that he hasn't forgotten, isn't it? Okay, so naturally, the season I'm in of being newly engaged has had some neat chances to reflect, and I'd be thrilled to share with you a bit more if you'll let me. I found myself in a conversation the other day talking about so many of life's hopes and dreams not going expected as expected, and yet at the same time, there are moments within these spaces where God has radically shown up and surprised me and surprised us with his rescue and redemption plan. His faithfulness is on display for us and others to see. When we can bottle up the moments of God's faithfulness and choose to rehearse the times that we felt his hand deliver us from despair or send an encouraging word through a friend, even allow a pivot or a hard right turn in the midst of something that felt impossible, those are the moments that propel us forward in life and in faith. Those places of God's faithfulness are truly what remind our hearts and souls to keep seeking Him, and that if God did it then, like for me back in 2008, then He can do it again, and no thing is too hard for Him. For me, as I've had times in my life that I couldn't necessarily see the light from the tunnel that I was in, it was by faith and through experience that I would have to recall and remember the places that God really did miraculously show up and show off in my life. I think about 2003 when I had just moved to Seattle and I didn't have a job, but I had a place to live and God radically showed up. Now, every time I'm struggling with what I'm going to do potentially for work or living somewhere new, I can remember the faithfulness of God to provide then. And even when it wasn't tangible for the world to see, it's like specific moments when he provides a song when you need it or a word from a stranger that encourages your heart. Perhaps a podcast that you couldn't have known what the actual podcast was about that directly speaks to you 
or a trusted friend that calls you with a word that breathes life into your very circumstance. And you haven't said a thing to anyone, but your friend calls you right when you need, right when you need it. On the places between, it's no secret that many of our guests have been through the pit of despair. And for many of them, they've experienced moments without hope or knowledge of the way that God would deliver them. And many guests have also experienced the tangible hand of God showing up in ways throughout their lives when they desperately needed Him that have allowed them to understand and experience God's faithfulness to the extent that they're living breathing, walking, talking, testimonies of God's good plans in our lives and how He works. He is rarely early, you guys, but I do know that He is never, ever late. And oftentimes, I would say that my guests would also say that too. He's right on time. And yet, it's funny because for you and for me, I know I've had times when I felt that he wasn't on time and he in fact wasn't even going to break through or really even provide what my soul longed to see him provide. In the devotional Stay in the Story that I wrote and in many conversations with others, especially walking in the journey of singleness, one idea and concept continues to surface time and time again. And that is the idea of hope deferred. As it says in the Proverbs, It's Proverbs 13, a hope deferred makes the heart sick. And it goes on to say, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Unfortunately, I can say that many people I know, including myself, have lived into this hope deferred place of life longer than we ever thought we even would or even thought was possible. This waiting and the so-called ellipsis between the hope deferred and the longing fulfilled has felt like an eternity. And while I do not want to diminish any of the dreams that you, my friend, are waiting on to be fulfilled, and I certainly don't want to give reasons for why something isn't happening in your life, I just want to share that I know the heartache all too well. In regards to single life, I can remember the questions and the doubts and even struggles of wondering if I'd really click, like ever really click with someone enough to put burdens and my what ifs aside to take a chance and really want to take a chance on love. I remember wondering if I'd meet somebody who'd love Jesus as much as I did, or if I would, or if It would just be a facade, even a cover-up, or not that serious to someone to impact their lifestyle or commitment to live as Christ would. I remember wondering if I would always struggle with feeling not chosen or not loved enough to take a leap. And even though I felt this in the past and those first few months of butterflies, I remember wondering if the connection would be strong enough to last beyond initial feelings fading, if my imperfections or my flaws would scare someone away or cause them to not love me the same as it had in the past. I remember having conversations even recently about not dreaming or hoping for specific things too much purely based on the sake of not being hurt in the end and not being able to recover. 
The depth of the what-ifs have felt hopeless at times. And yet I'm so, 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 so thankful to have chosen to press into the Lord and press into worship and encourage my heart, even in those times and seasons that I didn't know where God was working. And I remembered that I had chosen to remain hopeful and really press into those feelings, not because he had the answer coming, but because I could count on a God who loved me and chose me despite all of my questions, all of my what ifs. And if El Roy, the God who sees me, saw through even all of my questions, my hurts, my doubts, and my struggles, and still chose to choose me, that he would even be there for me through it all. And even if not, even if I would never find my person, that my God would be enough to walk beside me and encourage me along the way. For you, if any of your questions are ones that I just said, if you can relate to any of these, please know that I get it. And for what it's worth, I'm so sorry that you've even had to wonder questions like these. One of the most redemptive things that I've gotten to experience in the recent season of being engaged is, in fact, the answers to many of these questions. And although it still can be scary at times because, hello, love is a risk, I know and can now say that love is absolutely a choice. And despite imperfections, flaws, or even my what-ifs, I just believe that it's worth it to risk and to choose when it's the right person. Because of just experiencing in what felt like a whirlwind of a dream of this like longing fulfilled, I'm in complete awe and joy and fulfillment that it's ushered in. In what feels like a moment, it feels like I blinked and it happened really fast, but in tears of gratitude, many nights and expressions of thanks to my Jesus. I feel like I've been radically swept away and experiencing his peace and his abundant goodness in it all has really been such a gift. How specific God has been to meet me and how specific he is to meet his children's desires and dreams and speak to their hearts right where they needed it, right where they need this infusement of hope that produces even more courage and belief. It's not lost on me. So many times I've found myself in awe of the way that God knows our hearts, writes our stories, allows us to get to the very edge of not just knowing when or how or where or if he'll even come through or even if he cares about us enough to do so. It's in those times that I've been undone by his faithfulness and specific attention to my story. And I believe that he has this for you too. Today, I want to speak to the one who's maybe lost hope in a God who provides. You don't know how you'll find your next job and you can feel your world crashing in with the fear of the unknown. Trust that God sees. Perhaps you've wondered if God even cares that your heart is so crushed and you're just tired of waiting. He collects every one of your tears, my friend, and he is working. 
if you had any idea what or who or how he is working behind the scenes, you would be amazed. Keep pouring your heart out to him. Keep showing up and offering him your desire to be met. Maybe you seem to be doing okay, but if you were honest, you've allowed the sadness of the space between to linger long enough that you just decided to turn your heart off because it's easier not to hope. And that is to hope and to continue to ache for what need or problem is not being met. My friend, he longs to connect with you and he's eager to stay involved as you cast your cares on him. Let him speak to the recesses of your heart that he has a plan and a purpose that he hasn't forgotten and he will show you how good and faithful he is in every tear, with every question, in every pain, and even the unknown and what ifs. Nothing of what you're going through right now is a surprise to the Lord. And if you let him, he will show up and show off in your life in a way that you'd never expect or see coming. It's almost like he just wants to know that the person, the job, the answer, the need, the thing will not be what fixes and solves where you're at. And if there's any place where there is an idol before him, it will not happen. Not because he's cruel, but because he loves you too much than to let you have that thing or to have you settle for less than his best. To a heart that's sold out for him, he wants to only provide what is best, but he will not compete and he will not give you that longing if it will replace him. It's hard to think about, but for me, I actually finally came to a place where I was just, I was done. Yeah, it was last spring. And even in June, I had this hope, but I was just, I think I was done with trying. As I looked at my single life, I had truly come to this place of being like, Lord, this is a desire of mine. And you know this to be true, but God, I just don't want it if it's going to replace you. I knew that my every need would be met. I had such a deep longing to see what God would do in my dating life. But for whatever reason, I was also in this place. For whatever reason, I knew I was in this place where I didn't want to make the effort to date online. I actually was coming to a place of being fully okay with not dating at all. And while I've said a hundred times before in other conversations that I so desired a life and a story that testified of there's no way but God, I really had no idea when or how or if that would ever come to pass. And it was summertime last year that I had my nose down. I was choosing to really press into ministry and exploring what God had for a growing relationship with Him and the adventures that we'd get to experience together that I was totally and utterly surprised by the meeting of my fiancé. Of course, I had to be open with the idea of being okay, that it might not come in a picture-perfect wrapped-up package as I thought it would, but as I took this leap of faith and I trusted God to lead and direct my steps, I trusted that I would just know along the way if I was to proceed forward or not. And one thing led to the next, and the next date, and the next date. 
And then it all feels like a dream and a whirlwind, but it became a reality. And I continue to be in awe of how God moved in and through our lives to bring us to one another for such a time as now. Funny enough, I recently had encouraged another single friend to pray about being open to the idea that that person may not be the perfect fit on paper, meaning that perfectly curated list that you think you want or think you need, it may not be what God's best is for you. And if you're open to the idea of meeting someone who perhaps wouldn't fit your written out list, then they just might be the perfect fit for you. To me, while I threw my list of what I wanted out years ago because I expected God to write my list and fill it with more than I could hope or imagine, there are beautiful aspects of getting to discover further gifts in my person that I never knew I needed, but Jesus did. And the best part has been that when God orchestrates the connection, you will just know and you won't have to settle. As I encourage my friend how good and faithful our God is at meeting and providing every need right down to the beautiful gift of finding your spouse, I really meant it when I said I believe that God will surprise you in a way that you never thought possible, as He did for me too. When you trust your heart and the plan into His hand. Today, I sadly don't have a perfect three-step plan to meeting your significant other. But what I can provide you with is a bit more encouragement where you're at from two different Bible stories. The first, the answer is coming. In Daniel, he prayed, he waited, and the answer delayed. But God heard him and God answered him. Trust that God has already been working on answering you and not one prayer falls void of his yes his no, or his not yet. Thankful to know that despite my ability to foretell the future, when a prayer is offered up, especially one with thanksgiving or cries of help with repentance, I can trust that God is already at work behind the scenes, and he has set answers into motion. As the story goes in Daniel, he spent time before the Lord crying out for mercy, and it was there that he was not only assured that his prayers were in fact heard, but that he was told he was greatly loved. Perhaps you have a few conversations with God you're waiting on answers and breakthroughs for. Take heart and know that God is at work behind the scenes for your greater good and your benefit. Although you cannot see it right now, there, there will be a day that you get to look back and see that even then, God was working things out. Today, even if it hurts like hell to endure this valley that you're in, trust that He is building into you strength and character, perseverance, and hope. And you will be complete, lacking nothing. In the midst of the unknown, trust a God who knows. He has sent answers because He heard you. In Daniel 9, verse 23, it says, At the beginning of your pleas for a mercy, a word went out, and I have come to tell it to you, for you are greatly loved. Therefore, consider the word and understand the vision. 
the angel that was visiting Daniel came to tell him like, hey, God heard your prayer. I've just been on delay because I got held up. Unfortunately, he was held up by spiritual warfare, but he still arrived to tell Daniel three weeks later, God heard you, God's working. Now here's this vision I want you to understand. The second example from scriptures I can think of is it's only a matter of time. As far as the East is to the West and to the North and to the South, we cannot escape God's presence nor love. It's never ending. When you are in his keeping, he will protect you and he'll prepare you for what's to come. When he speaks, write it down. Try to picture this. Your heart is being held just like a vision. God guards it with his loving hands and has you in his keeping until the time is right. The vision, like a box, it appears to be far away, but maybe it's closer than you think. There's this verse in Habakkuk that says, I will stand to like, excuse me, it says, I will stand like a guard to watch and place myself at the tower. I will wait to see what he will say to me. I will wait to learn how God will answer my complaint. The Lord answered me, write down the vision, write it clearly on clay tablets. So whoever reads it can run to tell it to others. It is not yet time for the message to come true, but that time is coming soon. The message will come true. It may seem like a long time, but be patient and wait for it because it will surely come. It will not be delayed. If we were honest with ourselves and had a conversation with others, I think most of us would say that there's something in life that we continue to wait on. As I've been talking a lot this episode about singleness, for many of you that are listening, that is the thing. For singles, it's the idea of marriage. For married, it's the idea of children. Or perhaps it's a calling, a career, a vision that you had years and years ago that you truly believe is from the Lord, and you're waiting on it for it to come to pass. My encouragement to you is wait for it. Although God is rarely early, he never shows up late, and he is always right on time. Waiting for the reality of a dream or a vision to come true can set doubt and discouragement in our hearts. But that's what the enemy wants. He wants to distract you from what God has already shown you. Don't lose heart, my friend. While we wait, God uses this time to set things into the right place and the right motion. Gosh, had I had met Joshua two years ago, there's no chance in heck that we would have been a perfect fit for each other. But considering that we met this year, this was like God's perfectly timed planned. And we can be encouraged that things are already set into motion. And in the meantime, that God is allowing our character to develop and our trust muscles to grow. Just think, when this vision is large enough, it gives God room to truly show up and show off in an exceedingly abundant way. Like far greater than you could ask or imagine, as it says in Ephesians 3.20. Or like I said earlier, in a no way but God way. Don't settle for an answer 
or a counterfeit that may not be God's ultimate best. Endure the process, my friends. Wait for his vision to unfold. And then you get to look back and see all that God did in and through the process on the way to your longing fulfilled. I believe it's coming for you. Would you wait for it? Before I close, you guys, I do want to pray. Even just to wrap up our thoughts, I just want to encourage you wherever you are at today, God sees you, God loves you, God's working behind the scenes to gloriously show up and show off in your story. I absolutely believe that for you. And my encouragement to you is just to trust Him as much as you can, even if you have to pray, God, I want to believe, I believe, help my unbelief that that gives God a lot to work with. So let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you know far greater than we do what the future holds. You know my friend's heart and you know what they've been waiting on, whether it's a relationship or the right one or another place of hope deferred. Lord, while you're developing more character and the ability to persevere, Would you please increase the hope that you truly are working behind the scenes and that your timing is everything, Jesus? Would you help us not to give in to the defeat of the hope deferred and being heartsick? While it's easy to get discouraged when we don't feel you working, God, or we we don't sense that you're up to anything, we are choosing to believe that you are faithful. And just like you knew what you were doing when you asked Abraham to trust you with Isaac, when you asked Daniel to trust you with the lion's den, or Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when you asked them to trust you walking into that fiery furnace, when you told Elizabeth that she would have John, who would pave the way for Jesus, and when you encouraged the disciples to wait on you and wait on your spirit to fall on them, even when they didn't know where Jesus was going and didn't understand what that wait would be like. From Ruth waiting for her Boaz to Esther pleading before a king to the saving of her people, you, God, you are the God who draws near to us when we wait on you. And you always have a way of working all things together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. Help us to believe that just as you were working behind the scenes then in all of those biblical stories, and even in previous moments when you were working behind the scenes in our lives, help us to remember that you're still working and the ways that you've met cries for help in a perfectly timed divine intervention type way that has greatly showed your glory that you are still working behind the scenes even now. God, you know what you're doing. Please give my friends the strength to wait, the courage to trust, the hope while they trust, and the peace to know that you are perfectly in control and you have a plan and a purpose for even these longings. Thank you in advance for your answers, which we eagerly anticipate. We cannot wait to thank you for. It's in your name, Jesus. I pray all of this. Thank you for your sacrifice for us. Thank you for the gift of knowing you. Thank you for the gift of walking beside you. 
We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, I would love to know how this podcast has been a place of encouragement for you. Perhaps you're new or even looking for other ways to be encouraged. While we're approaching the end of season three and starting to prepare for season four, we're dreaming about what could be next with the places between. And I can already say there's more stories of faith coming, more stories of faith amidst the impossible in suffering, stories of hope and resilience, stories of triumph and the miraculous are just around the corner, including getting to meet my fiance, Joshua. More testimonies of faith that will spur you on in your faith and encourage you to live on and with a confident hope in Jesus. I'm so excited about more retreat opportunities in 2024. I'm excited to introduce some new people to the podcast. And that, as I just said, includes my fiance. And I'm so excited to see what God has in store for this podcast as it expands, for ministry as we take steps of faith forward, and even for you as you tune in week after week. I just can't wait to see what God does in and through your story as well. Thank you for being on the journey and journeying through the last few years with me, being over 100 episodes in and tens of thousands of downloads. I can certainly say that it's been one amazing ride, and I count it a privilege and an honor to share stories of faith and testimonies of the greatness of God with you. May we continue to point you and others to Jesus and let your faith be encouraged. Thanks for joining me this week on The Places Between, and we'll catch you again soon. Have a good one. I'm over here cheering you on, friend. You just finished another episode of The Places Between podcast. If you want to access more, be sure to subscribe or visit theplacesbetween.com to learn more about our guests, episode sponsors, upcoming retreats, and more. Like Stay in the Story, a 25-day devotional all about staying in your story while you wait on your dreams, on God, and on life to come to fruition. And lastly, if you're looking for an online community of people who also want to transition well, then come say hi over on Instagram at The Places Between. As always, thanks for taking time to dive into The Places Between. Until next time, keep enjoying that journey.